super stick. Awesome. I didn't know that. All right. We are live on YouTube. Are we? To talk about COVID-19 and the 2020 flu vaccine. So, Excellent. Uh, Dr. Gwaine actually wrote about this on the Dr. Green Knight blog, which I haven't yet put a link to in the description. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did write what we're talking about, but I did put okay. a link to the Dr. Green Knight blog for today, which is actually what inspired today's topic. Those of you who subscribe to drgreennight.com will know that uh, that's what's up. And you can actually see that and read it ahead of Monday morning or Monday afternoon live YouTube videos. Not that we always do the subject. We usually that, do. But yeah. Quite often we do because you do good subjects. Thanks. Very timely things. This is so interesting that we're actually already getting comments. Yeah. <laughs> even before we started the show. Up. In addition to your comments and questions uh, on the chat. I'm trying to bring up the uh, live chat. <laughs> You're really I, into something. I had right? it. And okay, there it is. Got it. Okay. I can figure this out. So did you, did you want to address things that came up before we even started? Or do you want to start with what you were going to say? What was I going to say? Where to start? The flu shot. Um, flu shots. Well, we uh, talked about that before. Well, the, the comment was worried that somebody was worried about the side effects and what's in the flu shot. Um, that's that doesn't change. Same, same as it is every year. Um, the, the same risks. Same. Um, Not new strains every year. That that part, yes. But okay. they, they're built or it's grown in the same medium. That's what I mean. So it, yeah. the the risks don't really change throughout the year to year. Yeah. Um, and it's true enough. This coronavirus vaccine. Uh, some of some of them are being done in similar mediums, so yeah. so there is um, essentially the same risks as a flu shot with the coronavirus shot, so which are pretty m minimal. Some of them are um, done a little different though. Some of them are right. The, some uh, of them are different. Messenger so, RNA, so it's, for example. It's kind of up in the air which one we will be getting. Or uh, using an adenovirus in, vector. Yeah, that one is uh, interesting for yeah. sure. So there are there are some there. There's a whole range actually yep. of of ways they're doing it with these what six that are in. Is it six that are in phase three trials right now? I believe now? so, yeah. Out of over a hundred different candidate vaccines that have been developed or are being developed by different companies around the world. Right. Well, we do want to say hello before we get started yes. to all of our channel members. <laughs> Bianca, thank you for showing up. Mama Bubbles. I don't know Mama Bubbles. Channel member. Channel member Mama Bubbles. For 12 months. So somebody must have changed their name. I think I that's what happened. Mama Bubbles is. Yeah, because I'm um, pretty sure we know all of our 12-month yeah, channel members. We'll, we'll be able to figure out. We'll, <laughs> we'll go to the uh, YouTube so, channel and we'll figure out who that yeah, is. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, thanks for showing up. Uh, we will answer some of your questions as we go through this. We wanted to bring this up because uh, we're this is an unusual flu season. Uh, just because of the COVID pandemic, it makes it unusual. Yeah. Um, so there are... A, now, well, first let's talk about the flu... Flu um, last year. Now the flu and the COVID pandemic overlapped, barely uh, by by what three months, if that. The thing yeah. is, as soon as the COVID hit, and people we started at that point putting in some very strict social distancing at rules, first. where they completely shut down the economy. Everybody was at home. Flu flu went away. It disappeared. We we did not see any more. Essentially, no more flu cases after that. It flew away. <laughs> flu. It flew the coop. It did. <laughs> Nobody was coming in contact with anybody. It right. Disappeared. So it, it just went away. Well, it was about the end of the season anyway. It wasn't. It was. That. It was. We were kind of right on the borderline yeah. there anyway. So it just it just kind of just yeah. took you know just dropped off. So yeah. 
the the question is what's going to happen this year we still have um some of these social distancing things in place a lot of the hygiene um things in place you know we're wearing masks we're washing our hands we're much more um aware uh, of people who are sick and staying yeah. away from them and when we're sick we're staying home and staying away from people so uh is that going to help us and that's the question it should uh and hopefully this flu season will be good as a result of that um, or is there going to be some weird co-infection or what we call a twin-demic uh, going to happen? Where Twin-demic. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was a, I see I what did, you did there. I didn't make up that term. I, I, I <laughs> read that somewhere. Um, but that would be if we have two different pandemics or a pandemic and an epidemic um, going on at the same time. Where people could actually be infected with both. Right. There have been documented cases of people infected with both the flu and coronavirus. So that can happen. Um, and then two different uh, disease processes going around in the population. Uh, so, so there's a lot of uh, wild cards at play. But this year, we feel, uh, we, when I say we, I say doctors as, as a whole, essentially, feel that it's extremely important. And Francis, too. Yes. If, don't take our word for it. Take Francis's. Um, we, we feel it's extremely important to get your flu shot this year. Yeah. So the CDC oh, yeah. has put yes. forth... So, so a normal year, let's talk about that. A normal year, we try to aim for 50%. That's what we aim for. Usually we get above 40, sometimes 45 in a good year. This year, the CDC is aiming for 65% adoption of the flu vaccine. And if we do that, that would be amazing. Because that, of us doing this, it'll happen. Because yeah, our yeah. viewers send it will, around. They will tell all our friends. <laughs> Everybody will get convincingly. And actually, I've, I've seen this with some of my patients. So I don't know if you've seen this too, but I've had some come in and say, you know what? I haven't had a flu shot in 10 years, but this year is different and I'm going to get it. Yeah. So, so I'm already seeing that some people who don't usually get them are, are going to get them. So, so I, I think that's completely attainable, that 65%. So um, why, why, do, why do we want you to get the flu shot? Well, the flu shot's proven to be the number one way that we can reduce flu in our communities. That's the number one way. Well, closely behind it. Number two, hand washing, hand washing. which we should be doing anyway. Hey, do we this. finally learned that one. Uh, it only took a pandemic to learn that one. Um, so, and if but, you don't but have soap, it's hand sanitizer. Yeah, hand sanitizer works great. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you're doing that. But get get your flu shot. Um, if we get a flu shot, it definitely reduces the rates. Uh, and th you can check out my blog. But there are some predictions that the uh, CDC made for how much it actually reduced the flu last year, and it's yeah. it's pretty. Pretty amazing. We're talking millions of cases. Yeah. So, um, and so, thousands of deaths. Yeah, and thousands of deaths uh, prevented uh, with flu shots. As a result, so um, very important, uh, especially when we don't have currently don't have a, a vaccine for COVID. Uh, we we don't want uh, flu taking up hospital beds. You know, taking up ICU beds. If we had that, that that would be an overwhelming strain on our healthcare system. Yeah. So. So are you going to say the exciting part now? Or are you going to do some questions first? Well, what, what exciting part do you want to talk about? I, the, my <laughs> excitement on this, yes, I'm trying to hold still, is that paper that came from Brazil. Oh, yeah, this it, is exciting. It's not been published yet. I kind of just uh, There's threw a link this to in there as a little aside, but this is, this is exciting. I, I, when I clicked on the link on my mobile device, it didn't come up. Oh, okay. But when I did it on a computer, it did. The link in, uh, okay. on your blog post. Thank you for that feedback. I'll try to okay. look into that. Just so that people know if they can't get on their phones, they, they, if they're on Hop a computer. Hop on a computer. They, you'll find yeah. it there. Well, I will try to correct that. But anyways, you can find it on a computer for now. Yeah. 
So, uh, so what did that study show? I'll, I will let you take all the glory there. Well, I forgot the numbers. <laughs> but what I'd it, have to look them up. But too. what it found was that the people. This was in in Brazil, so southern hemisphere. We're talking a different season for influenza because there's the opposite of ours in the northern hemisphere. Yep. And what they Typically found was that people who summer. got last year's flu shot were less likely to get to get in trouble from or to die from all three COVID-19. Crossover compared, immunity. Compared to people who didn't get the flu shot. Right. Yeah, and we had um, predicted that in the U.S. when that when um, COVID came early last year, but it was nice to actually see Brazil do a study on that that actually proved it. So, so why? It's a different virus. Why? Yeah, why? 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 That's that the question. So it um, will boost your immune system, I guess, is the... The, the thought behind it that a virus does still activate certain areas of our immune system. So if we're able to get a different viral immune response, it will um, boost up those factors. Even though it's a different one and it's not recognizing that specific one, it can still um, increase some of those surrounding uh, chemicals in our blood, I guess you could say, that, that help us out. Amazing. Yeah, pretty neat. So another reason to get your flu shot, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be getting mine for sure. I, I, I was impressed. Every it, year, it me and my family, my family and I, uh, <laughs> we line up, all of us, here in the <laughs> office in one of our uh, yep. one of our rooms, and we all get our vaccine. I make sure my kids see me get it, and then, then we go down the line. My wife Al gets although it. Although we don't have ours yet. They we don't. Yet. Yeah. And that's another thing. Um, but it's still it's still August. Yeah, it's still August. Uh, still we're on October. the West Coast. We, we typically get the flu later. So in here, it's definitely okay to wait a little while until September, even early October to get your vaccine. October is um, normally when we would do yeah. flu vaccine rollout. But the pharmacies, you know, of course, they make money off of it. So they try to get it earlier so they can beat every other buddy, every other buddy, every other pharmacy in town. Yeah. The pharmacies are already giving them out. I'm, I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting all the notices. So, so, but I'm glad people get it, as long as they get the right one. I know in the past we had concerns about them getting the right, right one. Right. Yeah. The yeah. If so you're over 65, if you're over 65, please get the high dose. Yes. And and if you're not, still get the quadrivalent, the one with four strains, and that's also for the people over 65. We want you yep. to get four it's strains. It's four strains. It's high dose. Um, yeah. And again this year. It had gone away for a few years, but it came back last year. And this year, we have the nasal spray back. Oh, again. we do. The yeah. live. Yeah. So this is the live virus. So people who are concerned, because we've had comments about this before we even started the show, people who are concerned about some kind of effect from the vaccine, uh, actually getting the live virus that can do something to you, that's the nasal one. If you're over 50, you can't even get it. Yeah, they don't recommend it. Now, there's also a, a low... Um, and on a floor to how old a person has to be. I believe it's three. I would have to double check that, but yeah. I think it's three. But, but oh, how, no, serious, months, how but. serious is this? The, the possible side effects or, or infection from a live? Well, it's live attenuated, meaning that attenuated. they have done something to the virus to make sure it can't replicate within our cells. So it's exceedingly low. It, it, the reason it was taken off the market before was because there was concern for that, but now they've retested it and they, they found that no, you can't actually get flu from this live attenuated vaccine. We gotta make sure we say that word with it, live attenuated. It's not an actual you know, flu that we're just injecting it's, you with. It's, it's been specially so, treated. Yes, yeah. So you are getting infected by a virus right. with the live. Mm -hmm. It is a live virus, but it, it's going to cause very, very, very mild. Yeah. 
Um, symptoms of exactly because it is live there may be a little more of the systemic reactions fevers chills um, feeling a little sick and under the weather for about a day um, nothing that would keep a person from doing no. what's better or... than the flu <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is well, a week or two weeks of just feeling yeah. under the weather uh, so so for the injection that's the most common one Normal side effects uh, would be redness at the site, swelling. Those are common. A little um, sore. You see those little soreness. You feel like somebody punched you in the arm for a day or two. Not um, as bad as a tetanus and then, shot. Yeah. Oh, tetanus shot's bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, systemic side effects, very rare. You know, that would be your fevers, chills, feeling under the weather. Yeah. Um, they happen, but very, very rare. Yeah. Um, Cer certainly worth it. And then there are some very, very rare symptoms, which are like in the millions, one in the millions, um, like uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome. And, and anaphylaxis, other things like that. One, like, exceedingly well, rare. And, and that, my understanding is that was based on studies done in the 70s. That right. They still keep it on there, though. That, <laughs> I, I don't know they even think that's a risk with the current right. one. Right, yeah, yeah. So, so the current thought is, um, was were these actually reactions or were they just co, um, uh, coincidence? You know, what happened at mm -hmm. the same time? Because Guillain-Barre happens out of nowhere anyways. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, anyways. All right, so should we get to some questions here? Your questions and comments. Um, yeah, so somebody said they'd Thank be you. worried about the side effects and what's in it for the flu shot. Um, like I said, uh, new, uh, like we said, new um, types of or viruses that they're right. covering for the most, um, and that's a prediction. You know, the best prediction. But, but the inactivated CDC. is not the virus itself. It's a little no, protein it's a piece. off of the yeah, outside of it. Yeah, a piece of it. So there's no way to get the flu from the piece. Yeah, from, the, from that piece. You get shot. infected from the DNA inside of it. Exactly. That's not what they're giving yep. you with the inactivated. Yeah. Um, still don't know who Mama Bubbles is. We'll have to figure that one out. Is. Let's yeah, we'll see here. Uh, we'll someone says, I always get my flu shot because I have asthma. Yes. Oh, please. Yes. Yes. Anybody who has lung disease. Chronic lung or, disease, please. Please get your flu shot. Absolutely. Um, Mm -mm -mm. Let's see. Uh -uh. Trying to find out. Trying to see if there are any other. Let's see our channel members. Deborah Walker. Hey, thanks for showing Deborah up. Deborah Walker. Good. Um, One of our regulars. Oh, she's uh, been evacuated from oh, the Plumas fire? County fires. Oh, man. Plumas. Sorry. Oh, bad air quality. Yes. <laughs> we had, we're up in the foothills and we've had uh, bad air quality. We had, we had one cleaner day, maybe yeah. two. I went running on that day. And you were able to get out <laughs> and go to the river. Yep, yep. And now it's coming back. Yep. So. When we hiked back up, it was already starting to get smoky again. So um, we had just mm -hmm. that window. Yep. And let's see, Bianca, thanks for checking in. Uh, just giving us an update on her life. Her youngest is Well, you're looking at that. I'll, I'll also touch on that whole CDC 6% mortality thing. That's oh, yeah, around. that's been making the rounds. Because on Father Josh media. asked me to make a comment on it. Sure. So, yeah, this is kind of, it's being very misinterpreted what it means. So the CDC made the statement that 6% of deaths on, say, death certificates attributed to COVID-19, 6% well, of them were only. COVID only. Yeah, that is the... So the way you write a birth certificate, the way you write a death certificate is you, you don't write what they finally died from. You don't write cardiac arrest or respiratory arrest. Yeah. Which, those are the two things that everybody dies from one or the other. And we don't even write them on this certificate because everybody dies of right. cardiac arrest or respiratory arrest. Eventually your so heart's we write what caused that. Then the next line, we write what caused that. Right. And the next line, we write what caused you know the line above it. So 
So if somebody has COVID-19, they, they've gone to the hospital, they usually have like adult respiratory distress syndrome, it gets in their lungs and they have a viral pneumonia. Um, most commonly. That's most common. Uh, so it, if that were the case, that person died on their death certificate, COVID-19 would not be the only thing we put in there. No. Uh, it would be pneumonia. No, you have to you have to do the right. Yeah, they have this stratification. Yeah. Um, yeah, the most immediate caused followed by what caused that cause yeah. going down up to four diagnoses deep. And because it does affect endothelial cells, right? It, it could actually cause a heart attack. So, so we you would write, even put that on there. You'd put the heart attack down there, myocardial infarction due to COVID nineteen because that is what caused it. So that would not be in that 6%. So some people look at that and say, oh, these people are dying of something else and they had COVID-19. It misrepresents the death rate. No, these people wouldn't have died probably because if they didn't have COVID-19. And here's why it's actually scary to me that it's 6%. Some people would say, oh, it's only 6%. I say, what? It's 6%? 6% yeah. of people with nothing wrong with them? How did those us? six? Yeah. 6% of people like us are dying from it? What? It makes it scarier to me that it's 6% right. COVID only. Well, it, it even makes me kind of question how the doctors were filling those out. How did the COVID actually cause the person to die? Yeah. Right? So yeah, usually... Yeah, including... Yeah, yeah. I, I think those doctors probably just didn't go through, you know, go through the whole process of yeah. going through. And, and it, sometimes we do that. You know, yeah. I had a patient who died of pancreatic cancer. I wrote pancreatic cancer on there. I didn't write every single thing that pancreatic cancer did to his body to cause him to die. Um, I just wrote pancreatic cancer. So, so it's completely acceptable to do that, but, um, but oftentimes we will go that extra step and say, what is the immediate cause beyond just an infection? Yeah. So, so if you see those posts going around your social medias, you can comment on yeah. them and let them yeah. know that's what actually is going on. It is not disregarding, you know. Understand uh, there's a lot of people who don't write death certificates for their, well, that makes me sound like I'm a bad doctor if I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Every what, day. What, what kind of doctor are you? I'm the one who writes death certificates. <laughs> Got one coming in. That, that would really, oh, man. Come that see would this really doctor. cut down on the traffic oh. coming through the front door. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to that doctor. He's really good at He's, he's good at death certificates. <laughs> no, no, don't misinterpret. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you really write on your CV, huh? Well, <laughs> what I mean is a, a radiologist probably is not going to be right. Or or for that matter, pediatricians probably don't do a whole lot of probably not, death certificate no, writing. Whereas no. somebody who's doing geriatrics as most of their practice, right? they're going to be doing it. Right. Which is a lot of what we do, just given our community. Yeah. So. And, and just to let you know, the mortality rate, this this in, this is your special, tweet this to all your friends, the mortality rate is 100%. On that lovely note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody did make a comment about flu and pneumonia. Uh, if they're together in one syringe, no, they're not. So, so the flu shot is separate from a pneumonia shot. It, Although we'll give them at the same visit. We will, yeah, but different syringes. Um, yeah, we don't, <laughs> don't just get it all in one. Just give you the super, give me the super one, Doc. They only want one shot. Yeah, just, Can't you make it just one shot? Not the way that the flu shots come. They come in single-dose right, syringes. Right. But anyways, a, a, a flu shot is seasonal. 
So you get that every year because the flu virus is constantly changing every year. Whereas a pneumonia shot, there we have certain criteria for who should get a pneumonia shot. Definitely everybody who has chronic lung disease should be getting it. And then everybody over age 65 should be getting a pneumonia shot or two. And you should be getting two pneumonia shots. And that's actually- Not at the same C time. Right, not at the same time. The CDC has actually just waffled on that again. Uh, that's a bad, bad thing to say for the CDC, but they, they're changing um, the way sh we should approach that. So definitely something after age 65 right now, it's uh, debatable whether you should get one or two. I still recommend both. There are two different valencies of pneumonia shots. So it's a 13 valency one and a 23 valency yeah. one. That you want both. You, and, and those are bacterial pneumonia, specifically strep pneumonia. Uh, that they cover against. Yeah. So so different different the worst infections. One. There you go. Worst offender. So. Good. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Wayne. Hey, my pleasure. Anybody go check you, out the blog. Anybody you want to especially thank? Absolutely. Or? So I do have some patrons uh, who make it possible. Thank you to Boo Boo Kitty and Teresa Watt. You make it happen. And thank you to Lindsay Antoine and Boo Boo Kitty. And should we mention what was it? Mama Bubbles or Mama, I think Mama <laughs> Bubbles is uh, Laura. Oh. oh Mama is Laura. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All yeah, right. Laura Spurs. So, so, so there you go. Until next time. Appreciate Dr. it. I was going to say, there are not many who have been here for 12 months. We probably could have narrowed that I one. I know. It's, on just, it's one of two, I think. Uh, and yes, the flu shot does last the whole flu year. But only yeah, yeah, that don't, year. Don't, don't worry about waiting until October because you want it to last. We've got this yeah. triple strength for people over 65 and people under 65. You'll be fine getting it now if you get it now. If you get it in October, that's fine too. Yeah. Till next time. Hey, I'm Dr. Dwayne Vaughn. Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health. See ya.